What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the North Shore Nine postgame show. I am your host, Jim Rosati. Um, Tyler was supposed to be with me tonight, but he's having some internet issues, so he may hop on here later on, but we're just going to roll. The show must go on. Um, Pirates lose tonight in pretty excruciating fashion. Uh, they, they drop uh, game one against the New York Yankees, seven to five. Uh, we'll get into kind of the whole storyline of today's game. Garrett Cole was making his return to PNC Park, his first start uh, since being traded away uh, back in 2018. Um, Yankees coming into town. It was a good crowd. Um, Johan uh, uh, Oviedo getting the start, um, kind of looking on and off throughout it. But I really want to start with really what I think is the main story of today's game what's up tyler um the main story of today's game the Made ninth it. inning and um there we go tyler's here tyler's here so um i stalled there for a little bit tyler while you were working through some things i appreciate you, know, you. <laughs> on your end but um i want to i want to talk about the ninth inning so david bednar has pitched back-to-back -back games uh the pirates have won three in a row coming into today he was unavailable so that meant closer duties fell to Colin Holderman, who has looked very, very sharp lately. Uh, but he um, he enters into the game in the ninth inning. The Pirates have a 5-3 lead. We'll get to how they got to that lead uh, later on, but let's kind of just focus on this ninth inning in, a, in just kind of a vacuum. Um, he leads off. Uh, DJ LeMay, who leads off the inning with a single. Aaron Judge, single. And you've got you got a little bit of a buffer room, so you're like, okay, it's all right. We've got, I mean, it's a two run lead, but then he walks Glaber Torres to load the bases for Giancarlo Sand, and now you're like, well, I'm not super comfortable here, but hey, it's still Colin Holderman. He's looked really good. His stuff is good. Like, we're gonna figure out a way to get out of this. And it, for a second there, like. Maybe, maybe you kind of thought he would. He that he gets stand to, to foul out to first base. Alfonso Rivas makes a nice play uh, over the railing along the first baseline, one out. Uh, but then the wheels come off. He walks Estevan Florial, which locks in a run. It's now five four Pirates, one out. And then Anthony Volpe hits a tailor made. Game-ending double play right to Leover Piguero. Clean feed to second. Bay takes the throw, makes the turn, and G1 Bay, well, 90 feet between bases, Tyler. G1 Bay throws it maybe 75 feet. Just an awful, awful throw. He had all the time in the world. It was an easy double play. The game was over, and G1 Bay throws it away. It, it, it and two runs score on that what would have been a game ending double play so jim there 
there's a lot of layers to that whole thing you just said. Um, I think there's a lot of blame to go around there, and I've kind of tried to wrap my head around this whole thing. Colin Holderman, for the most part, I don't really want to pile on him. He he wasn't good enough tonight. No. Um, but for the most part, you're going to have – he's been good. You're going to have these types of nights. He was off. He he was bad tonight. You can't walk in a run. Plain and simple can't happen. I think the next question comes to why is G1 Bay playing second base at that point in the game? And I think there's an argument to be made either way there. Um, we've seen Derek Shelton very, very friendly with defensive switches late in games. He loves doing it. Is Henry Davis in right field in that, in that situation? No. I think there's a very strong argument that G1 Bay is just as bad at second base as Henry Davis is in right field. G1 Bay is a bad second baseman. Now, granted, I do think you can... There's also another side of the coin where this team doesn't have a second baseman. They have to find one. You grow in those types of situations. G1 Bay is a guy that I think you can hope he can develop into some sort of starting second baseman in the major leagues. I don't really believe in it, but this team's got to find one. But in the grand scheme of things, if you're looking to win a game, Alika Williams is sitting on the bench. That's the big part there. Lastly, G1 Bay just got to make that play. His footwork's absolutely atrocious there. He throws the ball into the dirt. Every little bit of that's bad, not to mention Alfonso Rivas, just, he's got to probably keep that ball in front of him. That's really not his fault, but he's got to find a way to knock that ball down somehow. There's just a lot bad all around in that inning. Yeah, I think you hit everything. Like Doug brings up in the comments too, like what's even the point of carrying Alika Williams on your roster if you're not going to use him in that situation? Like that 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 is why you have a defense-only shortstop, right? Is right. to plug him into a situation like that where you can put Williams in a short, you move Peggy over to second, and now you've got your best defense out on the infield, right? Um, on top of that, just a pathetic, a pathetic play by G1 Bay. You can, I mean, it's just a massive choke job by him. Uh, yeah. There's no other way to put it. And I'm sorry, like I'm going to pile on G1 Bay here. I'm going to pile on him, and I'm not going to mince my words. I don't like the guy as it is. I've had you all, everyone who's watched this show knows my feelings and your feelings on G1 Bay. I don't like him. I don't think he should be on this team. I never wanted him on this team. I want him off this team as fast as he can possibly get off of this team. But here's the thing. He's on the team, right? So he's on the team. I'm going to have to deal with it. But if he's on the team and he's not performing well, then I'm going to absolutely pile on this guy because he shouldn't be on this team. He shouldn't be in this organization. He shouldn't be in professional baseball. He shouldn't be in this country. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm just saying like the dude should be in jail somewhere across the Pacific ocean. I don't like, I, 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 Oh man. Um, like, and when you're doing stuff like this, you're just a bad baseball player. He can't hit. He has a 70 weighted runs created plus on the year. He's as a, he has an OPS of 625. He can't field. 
All the defensive metrics hate him. He's fast. You know what? Cool. He's fast. But you know what? He's stupid on the base pad. He doesn't know what he's doing. He makes too many mistakes. He's a bad baseball player. I don't want him on this team anymore. And 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 I get it. Like, it's the end of the year. Like, this, this game's meaningless. Like, whatever. But listen, I watch Pirates games for enjoyment. I don't know why, because they, they don't give me a whole lot of it. Yeah. But I don't want to watch Jiwon Bay on this baseball team anymore, especially if he's going to just give away games to other teams. Yeah, um, I'm glad you said all that uh, because I tried to be slightly positive and maybe look at the other side of the coin here, but no, I, don't, I want nothing to do with him. He's a garbage player and a garbage human. I've said it enough times. I just don't want to say it every time I have to bring up his name that I can't stand the guy and want nothing to do with him, and he makes my skin crawl having to root for him to do well. Also, he threw away a game tonight. Because he has no fundamentals and can't do anything properly because the only thing he knows how to do is run fast. Aside from that, he's garbage. He's absolutely garbage. And and here's another thing too. Like Mark brings up a good point. Like why is, why, why is it that G1 Bay is getting these infinite opportunities while he's playing just like garbage. Whereas you've got someone like Nick Gonzalez, who's just crushing the ball in the minors since being sent back down. Like, Give the guys a, an opportunity who deserve the opportunity. Jiwon Bay, you, you, you've now he's now played a hundred games in the major leagues this year, and he's been terrible, awful. He's been bad. He's been a bad baseball player. So why do we just keep giving him infinite opportunities? He's bad. Like, cut him loose. I don't disagree with you. I think to maybe play a little bit of devil's advocate here. He is a game changer whenever he's playing well. Problem is that he doesn't do it more than once every two months. When he plays well, and I think that's really what Ben Sherrington's looking at here with Jiwon Bay, is that when he is on, he can absolutely change a game just because of the speed alone. Is that worth everything else you have to deal with with him as a baseball player? Because he does so many things awfully that he, he very easily loses you as many games as he does win them for you. Yeah. I mean, it's again, again, he's a bad baseball player. The metrics all show it. He, 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 he can't hit, he can't field. I, I I'm, I'm done watching him. I don't want to watch him anymore. Never wanted to, but I mean, if I'm stuck watching him, like here's the thing that just, I know I mentioned that, defensive replacement there and really I don't understand why he's playing second base aside from maybe wanting to see him grow as a second baseman even though his position's not as his position's not a second baseman plain and simple he will not be a second baseman in the major leagues he's bad in the infield there's also a part where your team is playing very good baseball right now it's September maybe you try to build on it go try to keep winning baseball games That's trying to develop in the wrong way, in my opinion. It's focusing on the individual rather than just trying to win games right now and try to grow something coming into next year. Yeah. Yep. I'm not going to say anything more about G1 Bay, but, um, but, but the Yankees take the lead on that play. Peraza singles again. Cabrera singles again. Nine Yankees come to the plate in that ninth inning. Holderman just 
again, just he wasn't good. And you add in the fact of that of that play that just kind of piled on everything. He wasn't good, but he still should have got the save. Yeah, he like, was good he enough. Got, he was good, good enough, enough to, to actually. Saved. Yeah, he was good enough to get through the inning. Like a, a competent defense gets him through that game, and the Pirates are winners five to four. Yeah, like he yep. was good enough. Like there's no yep. other way to put. It. He was good enough. He wasn't good, but he was good enough. <sighs> Pirates go down in order in the ninth. Clay Holmes comes in, just makes quick work yeah, of rubs Hayes, Swinsky, and Rivas. Yep. Yeah, of all people, Clay Holmes. But let's get to um, let's get to the start of the game. That's how the game finished up. wasn't fun. wasn't uh, wasn't pretty. It was it was a pretty pretty terrible ending to otherwise what was a, a very fun game to watch. It was a good game. There was you know a lot of stuff happened, um, some good, some bad. But like it was it was an entertaining game, and that like a, a lot of things happened in it. Um, but Oviedo gets to start today, and. Uh, it was a an an extremely interesting Oviedo start. Uh, I'll say this: like one hundred percent, you've got to give him a lot of credit for the performance that yeah. he put together. Five innings, he ended up giving up just the one run. He was clearly off for a lot of tonight. Uh, he gives up four hits. He walks five. Um, I'm pretty sure through the first three innings, he gave up eight base runners through those innings. Uh, he was dancing in and out of trouble all evening, um, struck out seven batters. Uh, it, it was it was not a pretty performance, but it was gutsy. Like it was one of those performances where you just tip your hat to the guy and you go, hey, you know what? Hell of a job because you didn't have it tonight, but you pitched well enough to keep this team in the game. You pitched well enough to to give this team a win uh, and like an outstanding effort from Johan Oviedo. I want to get into more of this, but just what were your thoughts on Oviedo tonight? I mean, I thought it was a, it was an ex extremely gutsy performance. Gutsy is a good way to put it. Um, I think you got just every bit of Johan Oviedo tonight. Basically the entire season of Johan Oviedo was mixed into tonight. Lots of walks. You got the strikeouts, but for the most part, it was effective. Um, Effectively wild is probably a good way to put it, but the slider really worked tonight. I think maybe all but one of his strikeouts was on a slider. Um, it, it really did work. It's been his best pitch all year. It's a really good pitch. Yeah, he leaned on that pretty heavily. Yeah, and you can tell when he doesn't have it, he's really got to lean on it, um, which is also probably cause for a lot of the walks. Uh, really, it's just another indicator of what Johan Oviedo is the efficiency is what's going to hold him back from being a really good starting pitcher. I don't know that he's ever going to find that efficiency. It's just kind of who he is. Um, but on nights like tonight, normally that's going to be a five, six run game that he's going to give up and you're going to have to battle through five innings somehow to save the bullpen. He's able to limit them. He got a couple strikeouts in the third in a big spot. Just, gutsy like you said gutsy yeah let's talk about that. I mean, that third inning he um you know he faced the, the heart of the yankees order the pirates had just taken the lead in the bottom half of the second aaron judge singles labor torres walks and then he gets stanton to strike out he walks floriel so this is kind of the game it was like yeah. a lot of walks um and then he strikes out anthony volpe and then he strikes out osvaldo peraza so um 
yeah, like I said, really that that was right there, kind of the turning point. Because then once that third inning ended, he he had a much smoother fourth and fifth innings. Uh, that third inning is kind of what what kind of turned him around. Yeah. Because uh, after the third, I thought he may be done. Like he was at seventy four pitches yeah. through three and. Like he was not looking sharp at all, uh, but they put him back out there for the fourth. He, he, you know, pitched a pitched a pretty clean inning in the fourth. Gave up just an infield single, and then one, two, three in the fifth. So just a, a, an excellent performance to to kind of just power through the stuff and just the command being off. Uh, really, really good outing from him. I, one thing I, I want to touch on, and this is something where you know this is a conversation that probably needs to be had. He's now at 166 and two thirds innings on the year. Um, and you can see just on the last couple of outings that he's had, he just isn't looking normal. Like there's right. just something off. His, his fastball command is way off. Um, last year, he threw 116, 117 and a third innings. So we're about 50 innings past where he was last year, which was his, you know, his career high. Mm-hmm. 30th start of the year. Like, are, are we, do we really want Oviedo finishing off this season with two or three more starts? Or should we start talking about maybe go to the bullpen and just maybe pitch an inning here and there the rest of the year or just shut them down altogether? I mean, I think that's a really good question. I'd like to see him finish the year just, and it's maybe just selfish because I'm a Pirates fan and I don't want to watch more bullpen games. Um, but at the same time, it, it might not be a bad idea to call up some of these guys just tolling around in AAA, AA and let them get a start. Um, yeah. I don't know that two or three more starts this year is really going to hurt him long term, but it certainly won't help him. So I think at this point, you almost want to lean more towards the caution. Because they're they're out of it. There's nothing more to really be done. I think everything you've gotten out of Johan Oviedo this year is more than you could have ever asked for. Yeah. So I, it's something I probably hadn't really thought about is looking at possibly shutting him down, shutting him down at this point. But I think I could easily be talked into it. I'm kind of there because Johan Oviedo is one of those guys that you're gonna have to rely on for next year. Like you're, you are counting on Johan Oviedo to, to occupy one of your five spots in the rotation next year. Like he's, there's no battle in spring training. You're not bringing in guys to replace him. Like Johan Oviedo is in next year's starting rotation, no matter what. Right. So at this point, I, I think I'm kind of like, He's accomplished everything that you really need to see from him this year. Why push it? He's already, like I said, he's already 50 innings over his career high. You put him out there another three starts and you're pushing 70 innings over his career high at that point. So it's like, you know, what, what else is there really to show? You know, if you're Johan Oviedo, if I'm the pirates, I'm saying, Hey, you know what? Hell of a season. You've got a spot with us next year. Get better on the get better this offseason, come ready to play, and then next year, you know, go out there and throw 180 innings, right? Um, that's that's kind of where my head's at. And a lot of it just has to do with really just how he's looked these last couple yeah. of starts. I, I I think it's just you can kind of tell he's just just worn down. I think the fastball velocity was down today. Like velocity, like velocity's down, commands all over the place. 
I said, maybe move him to the bullpen and let him just pitch an inning or two, you know, here yeah, and there. But maybe. but I, I don't need to see him start any more games, to be honest. Yeah, and I think the other part that we might overlook is if he goes out there and gets beat around a little bit, what good does that really do? If he doesn't have it because he's just worn worn down on the year? Yeah. And he goes out and gives up seven, eight runs in two innings because he's just he's shot for the year. What good does that do going into the next year? None. No. And really, what yeah. what is a six? If he goes out and tosses six innings, strikes out four guys, walks three, gives up one, two runs, what good does that do? Really none. Yep. We're just at a point where I think we've seen everything we need to see out of him. I agree. I agree. Uh, and, and like I said, conversation, I, I'm sure it'll be something that the club yeah. talks about um, because Jared Jones, one of those guys in AAA that you're, you're talking right. about today, six scoreless innings, eight strikeouts. Like, hey, maybe reward him with a start or two up here. Right. I think you're at that point now where you're almost at that phase of the season where it's time to really start rewarding some of the guys that performed like they did two years ago. Yep. Two I'm three years ago, however long goes. So Oviedo was the starter on the Pirates side. Our old buddy Garrett Cole was the starter for the New York Yankees. His first start at PNC Park since he was a Pittsburgh Pirate. So uh, no no tribute video today, but uh, Garrett Cole gets. Uh, I mean, he immediately gets into some trouble in the first inning. The Pirates the Pirates got to him early. He did a good job of limiting damage, but he walks G1 Bay to lead off the game. He walks Brian Reynolds. He gives up a hit to key Brian Hayes, loads the bases in the first three batters. Um, but he limits the damage, gets Jack Swinski to hit a sack fly. Uh, but then Connor Joe gets out, and he walks. And then um, Miguel Andujar flies out to end the inning. So, what? Uh, I mean, I don't know how much you watch Garrett Cole anymore, but you know, the Pirates, the Pirates got two runs off of him. They got that run in the first. They added another one in the second on a Brian Reynolds single. Um, Garrett Cole, he's good. It was like classic Garrett Cole for the Pirates, where he's good, but it's like you're just not dominant. That's really what he looked like tonight, and I think he's. I don't watch much Garrett Cole because I don't care to watch the Yankees ever in my life, but it feels like this year he's been more like the Pirates Garrett Cole, where you know the numbers are there, but the numbers are there. Like you know, it's just yeah. Eh, there's something missing there. Maybe it's just pitching in Yankee Stadium that, you know, you give up a fly ball and it gets away from you. Yeah, I mean, I, he's given up 20 homers, but the guy is just a flat out. He's an innings eater. He's got... Yeah. He is um, a lot more of an innings eater now than he was with the Pirates. Yeah, he's Tonight an was eater. a lot more reminiscent of 2015 yeah. Garrett Cole. 208 strikeouts on the year. He... um. The yeah. ERA is down to 2.81. That actually went up today. Like the guys, the guy's probably going to win the American League Cy Young Award. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and and, I mean, he's having, he's having a great year. So, but yeah, the Pirates definitely didn't allow him to just, you know, yeah. execute at will against them. Like he, they, they battled against them. They got six hits. They, they, they made him walk three batters in that first inning. It was the first time Garrett Cole has ever walked three batters in the first inning. How about that? Um, against the pirates. I mean, if we're in the trust tree here, 
I don't want Garrett Cole to succeed. I don't really like him. I, you know what? I think Garrett Cole got a bad rap when he was here. No, he I liked was, him when he was here. I don't like, like him anymore. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind him. I he turned like into him. a baby, and maybe I ignored it when he was here. But after he left, I just felt like he was a major baby. Yeah, I don't mind him at all. Um, but the starters both just go the five innings, and then it you know kind of becomes a bullpen game. Uh, Thomas Hatch blows the two one lead that the pirates had um, strikes out Volpe strikes out Peraza, but then he runs into trouble against the end of the, the back half of the order. Um, he walked uh, Ben Rort vet, whatever in the world that is. Um, he walks Ben Rort vet with two outs to turn the Yankees lineup over. And that's ultimately what led to the Yankees getting two runs. LeMayhew singled judge singled. And the Yankees take the lead in the sixth. Um, we haven't seen a whole lot of Thomas Hatch, but I don't care it, to see much more. I mean, yeah, I guess is that your is that kind of <laughs> just your thoughts? That's, that's just really my thoughts on him in general. I don't care to see any more. You know, let him ride out the rest of the year and eat some innings, but for the most part, I I don't want him on the team in 2024 whatsoever. I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Like he's been okay since coming over. But yeah, I could do without Thomas Hatch. I could do for an upgrade. I, I I'm with you there. Yeah, please and thank you. Yeah. Um. So three two Yankees lead heading into the bottom half of the sixth. Pirates then fight back. Uh, so I said it was, it was a very it was a very back and forth game. It was an entertaining game. The bottom of the sixth. Um. Definitely, you know, a scary moment too. Uh, Jiwan yep. Bay hits a line drive up the middle and it hits um, Anthony Masevich, who was pitching for the Yankees at the time, hits him right in the ear. Yeah. It was a 100, 100.6 mile per hour line drive hits him right, like right in the ear. And somehow, I mean, the AT&T sports broadcast played the replay like 30 times. So you, you got a, you got a pretty good look at it. And it, it, it was a scary moment. He was down on the ground for a good five, plus minutes he was on the ground for a long time and like bleeding like there was blood coming out of his out of his head so very scary moment all um all reports though on that saying that he's you know he's he's coherent he's he's there so some positive reports out of um out of uh you know the hospital that he was taken to so that's that's good news hopefully he can make a pretty speedy recovery because it was definitely it was a scary moment but oh yeah um, immediately after that, um, McAllister comes in to relieve him, hits Brian Reynolds with a pitch. Brian Hayes, two that's, runs. That's single. not a hit. That's not a hit. I don't care. We're going to call I it a three. Right. I it's a line drive Brian in Hayes the, the box score. I appreciate giving Brian Hayes the hit there. That's not a hit. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, so if you weren't watching, Brian Hayes, ground ball, really a, a routine grounder to the second yeah. baseman, if we're being honest. And uh, Glaber Torres just, didn't stay down on it and it just went right under his glove into the outfield two run score the 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 roll key the official score calls it a single i mean he probably didn't touch it i mean he didn't touch it at all so um so we'll we'll take it brian hayes will take it um and then you know what hey anything that's third hit of the night it was his third hit of the night so anything to pump up those brian hayes numbers too so 
you know, we'll, we'll take that. And then, you know, it just means more things that Bucko Mike needs to answer for. Exactly. Yeah. It's really all we care about is making Bucko Mike answer for things. That's, that's really all it is. We, we, we are rooting for Hayes simply to just overcome the Bucko Mike slander. Exactly. That's all we need. So the Pirates take the lead in the sixth and they, they hold on to that lead until the ninth, which we, you know, which we went over. Yeah. Um, I do want to touch on Colin Selby though, because I, I feel too. like he's Thank like, he, he's like the most Jekyll and Hyde pitcher that we've seen. And like, he has no idea where he's throwing the ball half the time, but when he does, when he does execute his he, pitch, he knew where it was going tonight. He did. I mean, like tonight was a great outing. He was um, dominant tonight. So tonight, uh, one, two, three, seventh inning, two strikeouts. Um, it, he's just, it, it, he's weird because it, at times he looks excellent like this. Yeah. And then at times he looks like he did the other day when he was the opener for Priester and he just, he, he just didn't have it. Right. Um, you gotta like the strikeout numbers though from yeah. Selby. Like he he generates swings and misses. Did you have the same reaction as me when he came in? Of oh god, this might get ugly. Yeah. Oh, it was, I mean, two run <laughs> lead in the seventh, and you're like, oh man, we gotta go to Selby. Because at this point, right. I knew like, hey, well, we bet no Bednar tonight, so it means Holderman in the ninth, Majinski right. in the eighth. So it was like, who's gonna be that seventh inning guy? It was Selby. And uh yeah, Selby, 13 strikeouts per nine currently at the major league level. Um, and the thing about a, Selby is I think you can tell pretty quickly if he has it or not. If he doesn't have it, it's really ugly. But tonight, very early, the uh, breaking stuff was really sharp. The fastball command was there, and you could tell it, it was going to be a very good night for him. Just like you can tell when it's not going to be fun. And you can usually tell during the mm -hmm. openers when it seems like he's starting the game that it's not going to go well. Yeah. No, he was he was on tonight, though. So an impressive performance from him. Uh, Carmen Majinski also pitches a clean eighth inning. One, two, three. He's just he's really grabbed that seventh inning role like by the yeah. horns and just run away with it. Like he had, had he had to be, he had to be pushed into that eighth inning role today, but he's now, I mean, I know ERA isn't like the greatest thing for relievers, but 2.10 ERA, the dude just executes like 30. He's at 30 innings now since being called up uh, and he just gets the job done. Yeah. He's a little erratic at times, but like you said, he sometimes he defies logic and how he's getting guys out. But you can see the stuff's going to play at the major league level. I'm really excited to see him with a full offseason of knowing you're in the major league bullpen. Let's just work on refining some stuff. You're a reliever. That's it. Yep. I'm with you. Like, I, I think next year's first full season, like, you could, you can expect hopefully some, some big things out of him. Yep. Uh, but he's having just an absolutely excellent second half of the year. Yeah. Um, other than that, that's that pretty much covers everything. Um, again, gutsy performance from Oviedo. G1 Bay blows it in the ninth. Yeah. Holderman, probably the shakiest we've seen him in a game all season. But again, he technically pitched well enough to win that game. And, yep. and, and, and uh, you know, because of the error there, the Pirates drop one late to the Yankees. So they're now 69 and 79 on the year. Lost that opportunity to get to their 70th win. 
Um, Holder may. They just wanted to stay on sixty nine. That's what it was. Maybe they'll just finish on sixty nine. That would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> so. So that was the first of a three-game series. Tomorrow, um, the, the Yankees are actually the team tomorrow with the TBA. So uh, oh. Luis Ortiz scheduled to pitch tomorrow against TBA of the Yankees. We'll be back with a post-game show. That's all I got for you guys, though, tonight, unless you got anything to add, Tyler. Nothing more to add. I think we covered literally everything that happened in this game. I think we did. I think we did a good job, too. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for hopping on. And thank you for covering me for a minute and a half while I try to figure out my internet. You're welcome. All right. We'll see you guys later. Peace out, Scouts. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.